0: Welcome to Beside the Burn for Wednesday the 30th of March. We're continuing our series for Lent from Eden to Easter looking at 40 unseen women of the Bible and today is day 25 and we come to Tamar and yet again we meet a a family that is incredibly mixed up to to put it mildly, a, a family that just seems to Everywhere they turn and every relationship that seems to come into it, it is more horrendous than the one before. We're talking about David and his family, and here we're finding once again the consequences of a father, David, who is king and can seemingly do whatever he wants has taken many different wives, many different concubines, has lots of children, and those children seem to behave in much the same way that David, their father, behaves. And so therefore today in this passage we're going to find out about Tamar, who is a daughter of David, and we're also going to find out about Amnon, who is a son of David. They have different mothers. They're half-brother and half-sister. But still, the the interactions in this family are just simply horrendous and and make us cringe whenever we, we think about them. And it's interesting that because of this series, we've been looking at the woman and we've been looking at how they have been treated. It's forced us to look at the way the men act in ways that perhaps we can normally skip over. Whenever we're thinking about David and him as king, we don't often go into this particular story because there's so many other great things that David has done. We concentrate on those and we forget about these and we forget about the consequences of of David's actions. Here we have Amnon who... It is a son of David and who simply has seen David in the way that he treats women and has assumed that this is okay to, to treat them in this way. And we have to be thankful here uh, for Tamar's sake that she does have a brother, uh, Absalom, who is prepared to stick up for her, who is prepared to take her in and look after her when no one else will. And yet Absalom seems to wait an inordinate amount of time before he does anything to avenge what has been done to his sister. So let's read together from 2 Samuel chapter 13, uh, verses 1 to 22, and let's look at this story of Tamar in a little bit more detail. In the course of time, Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tamar, the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of David. Amnon became so obsessed with his sister Tamar that he made himself ill. She was a virgin and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. And here we are and and we look at today's society and we see how mixed up people are and we see the depravity and the sin of many and yet here we have it, things that are happening that are every bit as worse Uh, Every bit as bad, sorry, uh, as what we see today. Verse 3. Now Amnon had an advisor named Jonadab, son of Shimea, David's brother. Jonadab was a very shrewd man. He asked Amnon, why do you, the, the king's son, look so haggard morning after morning? Won't you tell me? Amnon said to him, I'm in love with Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Notice the way he goes about describing her. He can't describe her as his own half-sister. He has to refer to her as the relationship with his brother. And that seems in a way almost for him to be able to distance it and then be able to do something about it. Look at Jonadab and the way he asks the question. He's implying to Amnon, look, you're the king's son. You can do whatever you want. Why would you be um, sad and haggard morning after morning? So Jonadab comes up with a plan. Verse 5. Go to bed and pretend to be ill, Jonadab said. When your father comes to see you, say to him, I would like my sister Tamar to come and give me something to eat. Let her prepare the food in my sight so I may watch her and then eat it from her hand. Immediately, the alarm bell should be ringing here. And yet, this is an abuse of power on Amnon's part, which is similar to David's abuse of power whenever he took Bathsheba. And again, the trickery that is involved here in trying to take this woman, Tamar, is an abuse of power and is taking her against her will and she clearly says that she does not want to have any relationship with Amnon and yet he persists and as we'll see whenever he persists then suddenly he changes his mind. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. When the king came to see him Amnon said to him I'd like my sister Tamar to come and make some special bread in my sight so I may eat from her hand. David sent word to Tamar at the palace. Go to the house of your brother Amnon and prepare some food for him. So Tamar went to the house of her brother Amnon who was lying down. She took some dough, kneaded it, made the bread in his sight and baked it. Then she took the pan and served him the bread but he refused to eat. Send everyone out of here, Amnon said, so everyone left him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, bring the food here into my bedroom so I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the bread she had prepared and brought it to her brother Amnon in his bedroom. But when she took it to him to eat, he grabbed her and said, come to bed with me, my sister. No, my brother, she said to him, don't force me. Such a thing should not be done in Israel. Don't do this wicked thing. What about me? Where could I get rid of my disgrace? And what about you? You would be like one of the wicked fools in Israel. Please speak to the king. He will not keep you from being married, from me, from being married to you. But he refused to listen to her. And since he was stronger than she, he raped her. Then Amnon hated her with intense hatred. See how quickly he changes here. He gets what he wants and then he suddenly changes his mind. And Tamar knew the disgrace would be on her in this whole situation. And therefore she didn't want it to go ahead. But Amnon forced her. In fact, he hated her more than he had loved her. Amnon said to her, get up and get out. No, she said to him, sending me away would be a greater wrong than what you have already done to me. But he refused to listen to her. He called his personal servant and said, get this woman out of my sight and bolt the door after her. So a servant put her out and bolted the door after her. She was wearing an ornate robe, for this was the kind of garment the virgin daughters of the king wore. Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the ornate robe she was wearing. She put her hands on her head and went away weeping aloud as she went. Her brother Absalom said to her, Has that Amnon, your brother, been with you? Be quiet for now, my sister. He is your brother. Don't take this thing to heart. And Tamar lived in her brother Absalom's house, a desolate woman. Through no fault of her own, she has been left like this. A desolate woman, she's described as. Absalom's taken her in, but very little else has done for her. When King David heard all this, he was furious. And Absalom never said a word to Amnon, either good or bad. He hated Amnon because he had disgraced his sister Tamar. Amen. And if you want to, you can read on in 2 Samuel 13 to find out how Absalom then, after a couple of years, takes revenge on Amnon and then has to flee um, from, from everyone because of that. So again, we see this mixed up family where God's plan and God's rules and commandments are not kept and therefore the next generation are even worse than the generation that has gone before. Let's pray the prayer that we have in this chapter. Dear Lord, our hearts grieve as we see so many women like Tamar destroyed by so many men like Amnon in the world today. Heal the hearts, minds and bodies of every victim of sexual violence. We repent of our own participation in the culture that perpetuates such violence. May we always be those who offer refuge and tender kindness to those whose lives have been devastated at the whim of others. In Christ's name, Amen.